It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. In today's show, we're going to look ahead to Saturday's action in the NBA. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at basketballmonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at redrock underscore beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode of Locked On Fantasy Basketball is brought to you by McDonald's. Proudly serving communities since 1965, McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty and affordable food. It's a place where friends and family from the community can come together. Big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. I'm loving it. And it's time for us to love this, and I love you, for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Let's talk about um, the NBA games for Saturday. There are seven of them on. So we're going to talk about all seven, as well as give some streaming options. The first one of those games is the Heat and the Utah Jazz. Now, we don't know at this point whether Jimmy Butler is going to play, but I'd like to pay some attention to Duncan Robinson, who has not been able to shoot at all this season. It's been dreadful. Now, you know that I don't think that he's a 12-team league fantasy player, and he shouldn't be anywhere near your points league roster either. But he is a much better shooter than this. Like, he can obviously um, be a, a, a useful streamer, not when he's playing the way he is, but in general. I think we see some... Hopefully, we see him start to improve, but he's been pretty rough. While Tyler Hero, obviously a red-hot start. He, I wouldn't say he's faltering a little bit, but there's been a couple of games where the percentages have dropped off, and you'd come to expect that on a guy that's not the most efficient shooter who's getting such a large volume. But let's see how he sort of slides in, how it goes if he does happen to get another start with Jimmy Butler out as well. Well, for the Jazz... Locked on Fantasy Basketball's number one main man. He's Don. He's good. Um, Donovan Mitchell has been dominating, really, this season. Like, he's top 10 over the last two weeks, as I detailed earlier today. And he's just putting up huge numbers. Efficiency's improved. His usage is way up. He's getting good steal numbers again. Solid assists. I just want to really watch what this guy's doing, who feels like he's going to be a lock for the All-Star game with the way that he's playing. And then Boyan Bogdanovich, who's been disappointing, I would say, over the last week. Um, we know he doesn't do huge amounts outside of the of shooting and scoring and hitting threes. That's, that's what he does. But that's been way off. So when that's off, he's very borderline. I still think he's a must-roster player. But, you know, as it composed to like a, a Duncan Robinson or someone like that. But there is a possibility that he trends more into the Duncan Robinson, Joe Harris, three-point streaming type category. So we want to see if he can get some of his stuff back on track in this game. The sixes and the paces is the next game. Embiid will be out once more. So we're going to get another opportunity to see big-time Tyrese Maxey, who the last two games have been monster. Now, I have no idea what's going to happen with Ben Simmons on this team, whether he's traded for another point guard, whether he comes back and plays. 
Max is killing it, but he is also a huge sell high. Because of the uncertainty around Simmons, but more importantly, the two gigantic games that he've had, he's had have been without Embiid. And when Embiid comes back, yeah, things change in terms of the offensive picking order. I think he's going to remain starting. I had some doubts that maybe Doc would take him out of the starting lineup and put uh, Shake Milton there. He hasn't done that, but as players start to filter back in, he's been playing like 40-plus minutes a night over the last week, Maxi, because Harris and Thibel and Joe and Embiid uh, have all been sidelined. And as those guys and Daddy Green, and so those, as those guys filter back in, we won't see 40 minutes a night from Tyrese Maxi. So I, I want to watch him. He's super exciting. But some of the numbers will drop off. Well, Seth Curry has been really, really good this year. Again, he's a guy that I think he's going to trend downwards as the season continues. Um, he is a guy to always look into selling high on, especially when he's putting up like top 80 type numbers. But let's see how he looks in this one. While for the Indiana Pacers, Timothy John McConnell's the last two games have been really good. We don't know, again, what's going to happen how when this team is healthy, but I don't know if we can trust this team being healthy. Karis LeVert has obviously missed the last two games. If he returns, where does McConnell fit? Does McConnell eat into Duarte's minutes because he's playing better than Duarte? Let's see how TJ looks. Well, let's watch Duarte as well, who is hurtling towards being a drop. In a, in a shallow league, in a 10-team, I reckon you can already do it. In a 12-team, it's getting really, really close to him being a droppable player at this point. The Grizzlies and the Pelicans. Dylan Brooks, I would imagine, will be back. He didn't play on Friday um, due to hand management injury or injury management on his hand. I think he'll be back. And then hopefully we get some sort of an idea how Brooks and Bain and Melton all work together. And then we also get an idea of what they're going to do with Steven Adams. Like, is there any consistency in his role and his production? I kind of doubt it. And that does make him a hard guy to hold on to. Whereas for the Pelicans, I want to watch Herbalife Jones. He's been putting up some really, really good play on the court. Whether that can translate to fantasy numbers, I'm not sure. Deeper leagues, sure. I think his role is really strong. He's one of the smartest team players on that team and one of the best defenders, if not the best defender on that team currently. So that's a really useful skill. We don't know if Brandon Ingram is going to play. So Jones is going to have a role. So for deeper leagues, we want to watch that. And I also want to watch Kyra Lewis, who disappointingly was out of the rotation early this season, has come back in. But yeah, I was super high on him in the draft and he hasn't been good so far. I'd like to see him show me some flashes of being good. But at this stage, I feel like we're uh, a long way away from that. This episode is brought to you by McDonald's, who have been proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's is more than just a place to get tasty and affordable food. McDonald's is that place in your community that you know. You know what it's there. You know where it is. You know what the hours are. You know where your 24-hours Macca's is in your community. Yeah, which one's the 24-hour one? Yeah, I'm going to go there. I'm getting hungry, man, at 2 a.m. How many nuggets should I smash down? That's really a decision for you and your um, dietitian slash uh, health professional. But Maccas, we know the reliability. We know the part of our memories. We know getting a Happy Meal. Picking, did you guys have a, a Junior Burger in America? We had that here. It was like a cheeseburger or a Junior Burger. That was before you could even get nuggets in a Happy Meal. Junior Burger was like a cheeseburger with no cheese. Maccas, sorry, I know you're sponsoring this podcast. Junior Burger, no good. Anyway, cheeseburger, awesome. We know little Bobby loves his cheeseburgers. So why don't you go to your local Maccas, refuel and reconnect and get yourself a bunch of cheesies. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm loving it. Bet Online is the place that you need to go to place your bets on basketball and football and whatever else your favorite sport is. So go to their new redesigned website, betonline.ag, and use the promo code LOCKEDON. You can get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. From basketball, football, the NHL, boxing, UFC, and right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all of the great offers for the 2021 season. Bet online 
is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet online is where the game starts. The Wizards and the Magic. I always love when the Wizards and the Magic um, face off. It's very, very uh, Harry Potter vibes. The table, Montrez Harrell. He's been killing it. We elaborated on him earlier in the week, putting up numbers that haven't really been in his past with great free throws and really, really good on-court impact. But can it continue? Probably in this match it can. There's no Brad Beal in this one for the Wizards as he's mourning the death of his grandmother, I believe it is. So will who's going to be the biggest beneficiary? Hal Neto, Aaron Holiday, Denny Avdia, who's been playing quite well. Avdia's already got a solid enough role with Hachimura out. But with no Bertans and no Beal now, just keep an eye on, on Avdia, who as a top 10 pick has not been good so far in his NBA career, but has shown a few flashes this year and has gone over 25 minutes in three of the last four games. For the Magic, Cole Anthony, we know he's been crushing it. His last game wasn't quite as good as where he had been prior to that, but I'm more looking for the shooting percentages, especially from three, the usage and the minutes. Again, we don't know what will happen when Fultz returns, but that's fine. And I'd like to see something from Jalen Suggs. Like I know that I'm persisting until probably the end of November with him, but give me something to make me not feel like the biggest dickhead in the world for thinking this guy can be a good player because at the moment, he's not. And um, yeah, a little bit of a way to go there. Next game we look at is the Pistons and the Raptors. This bloke. Is that you, Mr. Stewart? Well, who the hell else do you think it'd be? Get in here, you pair of flaming galahs. It annoys me about him. I'm going to always say this. I hated the pick when the Pistons made it. Hated it. So this is a second round player. Like, what are you doing picking him at 16? It's a stupid pick. Right, and then last season he played well, and I went, all right, maybe maybe he's just taken these big steps, and I was wrong with that evaluation. Then people went too far when I said oh, he's not a franchise center. That guy's come down, and but nah, he's absolutely a part of the core. And now he looks like exactly the player that I said should not have been picked in the top twenty, let alone the first round. So I don't know if he can pull his fingers out of his asshole because there's more than one up there at the moment. He needs to stop fouling like a maniac. He his coach doesn't help. But a lot of it's on Stewart. He's just playing terribly. He looks he looks useless. Is this a function of that significant ankle injury he suffered in, what was it, late July, early August? Maybe. He looks trash. I'd like to see something. Luca Garza's going to get absolutely cooked when he plays defensively. But there's going to be an opportunity where he has to play minutes here. So for deeper leagues, 16-teamers, 14-teamers, you take a flyer on Garza. I don't think we're in a 12-team spot for him yet. While for the Raptors, Siakam should return. So then the trickle-down effect on Siakam and Ananobi and Van Vliet and Barnes, and then, of course, down to the wiki Chris Boucher, is going to be really intriguing. How do they run that rotation? We've got Ken Birch questionable and the big sneeze. Precious Achua is questionable. So how that all works, someone's going to miss out, whether it's Birch, Achua, or Boucher on that in the second unit, especially if they continue to start Siakam. Somebody is going to miss out, and I don't know who it's going to be. So I really want to watch Boucher's minutes. The Celtics and the Cavaliers. Al Horford, starting to trend down at the moment. Someone on my live stream told me he's a drop the other day, which of course is insanity, but I'm more want to watch here. It's a back-to-back. Does he play in the back-to-back? He's played in some back-to-backs and sat in another one, so we don't know whether he'll go here, but what does his production look like? Well, Marcus Smart has been producing in areas, but just not, the shooting has been rough. It's been worse than expected. I'd like to see a little bit more, but with Jalen Brown out, his minutes have been sky high, um, and let's see if that continues. Well, for the Cavs, Isaac Okoro, he does nothing really for fantasy but I want to see how he fits in that starting line because I think long-term they'd like Garland and Okoro to start together and not Colin Sexton. So let's see how they work. Well, also, I've got to give him his sound music because he's been awesome. 
Ravishing Rick Rubio. Off the bench, but it doesn't really matter. Now, he's going to have nights where he's dreadful with his shooting. It's going to be inconsistent. He's going to drop off. But his ability to contribute assists and steals and play a large minute role is obviously vitally important. The Timberwolves and the Clippers is the last game we're going to look at here. Naz Reed playing a lot of crossover minutes with Carl Anthony Towns. If he gets 24 a night, 14-teamers have to look at him. So let's see how that rotation looks. And then Pat Beverly, I imagine he starts. He is a 12-team league guy at this point, but see how that works alongside Russell. For the Clippers, Marcus Morris still out. So Nick Batum has been killing it. He's a must roster at least until Morris returns, but maybe after that as well. He's not going to score much, but he's going to do a lot of other things. Well, Eric Bledsoe, last two games for him have been encouraging. And I think he is at least worth an add based on the schedule here, the Clippers with the back-to-back. Do I trust it long-term? No. But it doesn't look like there's any rush from Ty Lue to move him out of the starting lineup. Streamers for nine cat leagues. Danny Green, Patrick Beverly, Contavious Caldwell-Pope with Beal's absence. Hal Neto with Beal's absence. Aaron Holiday with Beal's absence. Isaiah Hartenstein with Serge Barker still in the G League. Hartenstein, he's great, I reckon. You know I like him. Joshie Richardson and Herb Jones. And then for deeper leagues, these are guys rostered under 10% of leagues. Neto, Hartenstein, Aaron Holiday, Herb Jones, Killian Hayes, who thinks looking better and better every game. Brandon Clark, Naz Reed, and Tyus Jones. And then in points leagues, we're looking at Terrence Mann, Josh Hart, Eric Bledsoe, Isaiah Hartenstein, um, Furkan Korkmaz, Patrick Beverly, Luke Kennard, and Denny Avdia. Before I go, Thanksgiving is coming up. And we all know Thanksgiving is about family, but it's about food. But so, unfortunately, that food is very high calorie. Why don't you start a new Thanksgiving dessert tradition in your house and have built Bars instead of your slice of pie? Slice of pie is 300 plus calories. It's ridiculous. No one wants to consume that much in terms of calories. You're going to blow your pants out. Why don't you... Maybe that deserved a giggity. Why don't you try Bilt Bar? 130 calories per bar, covered in 100% real chocolate. Your family's going to love them. They're going to... Where'd you get this idea for Bilt Bars for dessert? It is an absolute killer. You go... Some dickhead in Australia told me about it, even though he can't get them shipped to Australia. And I go, wow, what a legend. He must, must be. Built Bar's on the house. So I go to Built Bar, check out all the amazing flavors and the new ones they're going to throw out there, and you can get 15% off. So go to Lock15, not go to Lock15, go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you get 15% off your Built Bar's. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. That'll do it for the What to Watch For show today. I'll recap all these games, not in a video. You know, I don't do that after Friday's games, but it is up on Basketball Monsters, so go check that out. Um, follow this podcast, Apple Podcast Stitcher, Google. I've lost my mind. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, and on the YouTubes, here on YouTube. Thumb it up, leave a comment, subscribe, ring a bell. Guys, we're done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya. Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.